Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Real Talk, your Pucks Deep Hockey Podcast. Real Talk is a production of Tale of Two Brothers Media, broadcasting directly from the Section 206 studio, as you can all see how beautiful it is behind me. Uh, first thing we want to do today is mention our partner, Mark Terry's Hockey Supply in New Hartford, New York. Mark Terry's is located at 2 Campion Road in New Hartford. Stop on down to see Rick and Mark for any of your hockey and figure skating needs. If they don't have it, they can get it for you, whether it's just the sharpening of the blade or that brand new piece of, of equipment to up your game. Stop on down to see Mark and Rick today. With that being said, we have a very interesting guest today, ladies and gentlemen, a person who I would consider a very good friend of mine, the slayer of Nysir, a ex-player and tech junkie, Mr. Devin Hart. Devin, what's going on today, buddy? Oh, you know, fresh out of work. Figured I'd hop on with the old friend, the old gym buddy, and see what we can't get ourselves into here. Oh, my God. We were some clowns now that you mentioned it. <laughs> retro, retro was the oh, – oh, my God. Shout out Retro Fitness in Yorkville. Devin is uh, currently oh. working for the man, but he is an ex-hockey player, and he knows all about the game, so we figured we'd hop him on today. Uh, Devin, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into hockey, buddy? Oh, so actually the first time my parents tried to get me to play hockey, they tell me this story all the time, tried to get me and my brother to play, and we wanted no part of it, none whatsoever. <laughs> they, took us, they took us to learn to skate, so we got on the ice, crying, throwing a fit, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, my dad takes me to Utica College hockey game. I watch probably 20 minutes of the game, and I turn to him and I say, I'm going to play. And so the next season I geared up, and I played forward for about – two months <laughs> and then uh i switched up in goal with the kid who was playing mike zano shout out mike zano uh, <laughs> for those of you who uh, don't know goalies are criminally insane <laughs> oh yeah no uh yeah so the but, more we get so, to talking to Devin, the more we understand that so you get to yeah get no, to no 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 <laughs> the, the more you talk to me the more it's apparent so i switched with him we went back and forth for one season and then after that i switched playing goalie full-time played for the youth hockey played i switched I, I switched high schools so i could play high school hockey i went from frankfurt to rome i drove out to rome every day well my dad drove me out to rome every day until my senior year and uh also i could play high school hockey if this is just sounding more and more yeah goalies <laughs> are bad are shit insane. if it's just sounding more and more goalies are bad shit insane you're right we are i mean you you come on and you're you're wearing a cutoff shirt, neck gaiter, and you got a CCM hey, wait, bag in got, the back. It's, a, it's got a Walmart logo on it. If you're really that interested, <laughs> what's behind you? What's that CCM logo? I'm looking. Is that a bag or what is that? It's just it's just, yeah, it's just a bag. And then like uh, so, my senior gift from my hockey team is right there too. It's yeah. literally just an LLB and travel bag with my name in orange stitching. <laughs> oh my god! What I've year did you graduate? 2015. Oh, so you're a young buck. Holy Jesus Christ. Yes, I am. I'm all aging myself over here with my Utica Devils throwback koozie. Yeah, but were you there to buy it yourself? No, a buddy of mine got this at a garage sale and they gave it to me. <laughs> oh, speaking of garage sale items, I was up in Canada when I was playing juniors. Um, they, I found the most unlikely jersey at a garage sale. 
So you think you're in Canada, you find Team Canada jerseys, right? Yeah, well, yeah. No, I found a Team USA Jonathan Quick jersey. They sold it to me for $4. They said their son bought it, and they never wanted to see a USA jersey again in their house. <laughs> so I got a brand new, uh, at that point it was a brand new, still had the tags on it, Jonathan Quick, Team USA uh, 20, God, what year was this? So this had to be. I don't know, the last Winter Olympics. It was the, the jerseys they wore in the last Winter Olympics. Like, brand new. Like, tag's still on it. Like, yeah, what is that, 2014? I don't know. I can't keep yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I they happen when they happen to it. I don't they, know. 2012. Yeah, exactly. No, it's 2012. 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah, and this is brand new. It's not in my closet, so I can't grab it. But it's, it's it was just it was just the weirdest find. in the Like, I was in, like, Nowheresville, Tottenham, Ontario, which is, like, an hour in the middle of nowhere north of Toronto, like the dead middle of nowhere. And I that? find Jonathan Quick, Team USA jersey. I wonder if that's near where we got our pup, because we got our new pup from uh, north of on, or Toronto. We stayed in Toronto and then drove it was like an hour and a half north of that. What so was the town we, called? What was the town I don't, I don't, dude. Northern Alliston? Toronto. Was it Alliston? But, believe it or not, shout out. I've, I've, I've said this, and I'm going to say it again. I love you guys. Shout out to my listeners in Canada. Because Canada is amazing. I love Canada. I don't care. Oh, I talk about it all people. the time. As oh. soon as soon as I have it, I'm moving up there. It's, they, well, it's over. When we, it's when, so much like it's so much nicer. I loved it while I was up yes, there. Yes, the I people loved are awesome. And when we went to go get Ignotus, that's our puppy's name. Shout out Taylor Two Brothers on Instagram. Follow my dogs. Every time you listen to something that I do, you support a dog, and they're hungry. So please subscribe. <laughs> they um. What was it? What was I getting? Oh, it was right before the border got shut down, right? And we're like, oh my God, we're not going to get back in the States. But then I'm thinking, what other country would I want to get stuck in? At least they'll take care of us here. None, none. There's (laughs) literally no other country I would rather be stuck in than Canada. Maybe like Sweden. Maybe like Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, my buddy Brad that was on, he played in Sweden and it was, it's just awesome. But so you. You mentioned you buy a Jonathan Quick jersey, who at the time was a stud. I mean, he still is, I guess. Yeah, but. he's still. I mean, he's one of the most athletic goalies who've played the game. So, how? What was your transition like from high school hockey to juniors? Like, how do you end up playing juniors in Canada? That was so for me. It was an even bigger shit show than most people. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. I mean, so, you know. <laughs> so my senior year, I try out for a bunch of junior teams. I miss my I miss my senior ball. My girlfriend's met my girlfriend in high school is pissing me i miss my senior ball i'm going every weekend to different you know going to walpole massachusetts going down to virginia going everywhere to you know try out for these teams you know in and i mean most people aren't in know junior leagues but i tried out for a couple na teams i tried out for a couple na3 teams a couple ehl teams a couple ushl teams a couple usphl teams well the big the big the big time big boys well the usa so the ushl league i was you know, like I went to a couple of these tryouts and there was kids who had no business being there. That yeah. USHL tryout, I had no business being there. These kids, they're not even kids. They're 18 and they're yeah. like six, eight, like 310 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. And you're like, yo, yeah. what happened to me? Yeah. Like, how do, how do I get like that? And you're just like, I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, this kid's about to take a 105 mile an hour slap shot at my cage. And he's not going to care at all because all he's trying to do is impress the coach to sitting up there in the stands. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I need to go home. I'm scared. 
That, I forgot. I was listening to somebody talk about that the other day. It's like every other sport, when you go on, like you step up to the next level, level and you try out, you're just like, like, oh, uh, you know, these guys are really good. Hockey, you're scared for your life. Yes. No, like 100%. <laughs> and especially going from like, you go from high school and you get on the ice at these junior tryouts and there's 22 year olds who are trying out who are trying out for their last or they're 21 and they'll turn 22 as yeah. soon as the season starts. They're just meet the cutoff. Like, they're they're like just, I got to make the show or I got to go to college. I got to pick one. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like, they're like, this is their last chance. Like they got nothing else on the, like, and they've already played three years of juniors. They already know it's going down. They know they like, they know. It's a rat, and, like, son. <laughs> they know exactly how that tryout's going to play out. They know, yeah. you know, and, Meanwhile, I'm there with my dad still bringing me. These kids are there by themselves, driving their own cars. Like, they're all, like, you know, you know, they're, like, they're almost adults at this point. Like, they're, like, they're grown. And I'm, like, just turning 18. Like, my dad's bringing me out. And, like, they're, like, just as soon as they step on the ice, they're gunning for you. You know, as much as, as, you, you know, goalies, Everybody, like, all the goalies were pretty chill because it's, like, either you get picked or you don't. But forwards, man, yeah. oh, no. Like, no, you you do not want to be the worst forward on the ice because right. everybody will make it very apparent that you are the worst forward. And yeah. as soon as they see you struggle with something, like, it, it's it's blood in the water. Right, for, right. At a junior tryout for forwards. It's blood, like, and oh, the yeah. thing is, being a goalie, I got to just watch these kids for most yeah. of the time. You know, I You know, I only play, if they're in the other end, I only play half the game. Right, right. <laughs> and, Stand there, and bang even, your stick. Hey, go, guys. <laughs> and even even then, you know, goalies, we were doing like twenty minute intervals in these in these uh, in these scrimmages, and you know, out of the twenty minutes that I was in, I probably saw 10, 11 minutes of action. And the other goalie, but these forwards, it's if you struggle with something, they will bury you. Right, right the the it's one of those you know the, the cream rises to the top and you see you see these big guys who know what they're doing and then you see all these enfor these all these guys who are average skill who are trying to be enforcers and shit right and right. i you know i the thing that surprised me was fighting because oh, juniors yeah. is juniors is the first level that you can fight right like if you play high school or whatever you can't fight so juniors is the first level junior a is the first level you can fight they don't let you fight junior b either so if you're coming up from junior b you know and so there's these guys that have been in juniors for four years pulling these kids that have never seen a fight a day in their life pulling them right off the fucking bench like as soon as as soon as they step on the ice like as soon yeah. as you know because you can tell like the kids the kids young like yeah and there's just this 22 year old been in the league for three years got you know 100 penalty minutes a season just yanking this kid just ripping his face mask off because you know you could tell who played juniors the year before because they got visors instead of cages yeah Yeah. anybody with a cage they're ripping the cage off and they're just sending it to them just dummy and kids and yeah there there was a few tryouts where the coaches made it very clear if you're gonna fight someone you better make sure they're a willing participant and others they were like let's see what you got go for it good luck unleash their pack of dogs (laughs) just let it go you got these poor kids step on the ice they've had fuzz on their peaches a couple months (laughs) grown adults getting buried into the boards (laughs) and buried and then and then some and you know the thing was somebody would get absolutely buried 
and you would have some kid who has no idea who you are yeah. coming to fight the kid who just buried you because he's still trying to impress that coach. It right. doesn't matter. You're, st- you're wearing the same color jersey as him. And that's what I love about hockey because <laughs> because this kid just got absolutely obliterated. Yeah. You don't know his name, yeah. but you just skated from your bench down into the attacking zone corner to grab this guy, spin him by his jersey, drop your gloves, and just fucking put it to him. <laughs> and you're like, and then, and then, you know, if you lose that fight, how do you look? How do yeah. you look? Like, you no. look stupid. You yeah, look stupid. Yeah, you gotta go. No, you, yeah, you're gonna, no, listen, you're gonna answer the bell. You gotta go. You gotta go. Oh, that's so good, dude. That's, yeah, juniors is like, it's crazy to see the transition from like the same age level those kids are, a lot of them, into like from high school to juniors because it's like, most people don't realize, like, junior A, like, high-level juniors was, like, legitimately professional hockey. Yeah, like, no, you, if you were watching, if you were watching, you know, you watch, like, the CHL, the OHL, the BCHL oh, yeah. up in Canada, or the USHL, or the NA, uh, and you're watching, you're watching high-level hockey. You're watching arguably higher-level hockey in some of those leagues than you are in, like, you know, you're at the same level you're probably watching um, the, East, or the EC. Like yeah, like the coast. like the East yeah. Coast. Yeah, like you're watching at the same level, if not higher. Like if you watch the US USHL, you're pretty much watching an AHL game. Oh, like these yeah. like these everybody in the USHL is going to the show. It's just a matter of dude. It, it's insane. Like if you go on like right and listen, if you're watching this right now and you have no idea about junior hockey, go on YouTube and search the Memorial Cup. The game's like a cup playoffs. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's unreal. especially especially if it's in like London, Ontario, that building's gonna explode. It's insane. Oh, that building's sick. That building dude. is so sick. Oh, it's dude. It's it's wild. Like they got this kid, uh, like the Comets, well, the Canucks technically, but the Comets is Jet Wu kid. Have you ever seen this kid? No. He's like one of their top prospects, and the only reason he didn't go to the A this year was because of his like his age, because he's like yeah, I mean, kid can't even drink legally. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And he's like, so he played in the West, the West Coast Hockey League, and Oof. I'm watching the highlights. Kid, I'm like, this kid is unbelievable. Yeah, like no, he would have started for us every game. Like it's a claim. Yeah, it's... no, I mean that's but that's that's the thing. That's the difference between and you know, you look at all these average guys in the NHL. They all played they all mm-hmm. played junior hockey. And then oh, yeah. the top the top one percent of the people who made it in the NHL did what an NFL athlete that went straight out of high school. You right. know what I mean? Like every, every other player in the league did an extra four years, then did four years of college and then mm-hmm. made it to the show when they were 26. Yeah. So like when you see like 18 year olds in like the AHL and shit yeah. and you're like, why aren't they in the AHL? It's like, bro, the fact that they skipped college and juniors, yeah. like that guy is nuts. bro. Yeah. Like, Zach you mean? He can't like, even vote. He's out here. What the hell? <laughs> Bro, Zach McEwen plays for the Comets. Great example. Yeah. Did, did four years of juniors, went straight to the AHL. Right. You know, people look at him and it's like, oh, he's 21. He just finished college. No, he still hasn't gone to college yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, yeah. and he's still doing really well because yeah. it only took him four years to get to the show after high school. Yeah. He's probably, he spent a lot of, a lot of time up uh, in Vancouver this Vancouver year. This year. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's probably not coming back. The, the big fella. I love Zach, man. He's, uh, he's great. Then, that's another thing. I, a bunch of these comments fans were like, oh, why is Zach? Why is he turned into a fighter? It's like, because he's trying to keep his spot, bro. And that's how it goes. Like, that's what you do. Because, because, in, because in every junior league, he was the talent. And now he's mm-hmm. in the show. And now he's realized he's the big guy. 
Yeah, he's, he's the a, big he's a guy. Tal- he's a talented kid. Are you, yeah. if you watch the guy in warm-ups, he's throwing pucks into the rafters and catching them on the toe of his stick. Like, the kid's, got, the kid's got hands. He does. But, but in the NHL, the kid is an average player. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's a, a second, third-line player in the NHL. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay. that's what it boils down to. Uh-huh. Kids, it, it, you put him on any other sheet of ice other yeah. than the NHL, mm-hmm. and the kid's a first-line starter every day of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's otherworldly. <laughs> yeah. Then, but if you bring him – that's exactly something I feel like fans are starting to realize that having this team here longer. It's like there's – you've seen there's, You've been to Comets games. There's oh, yeah. Comets fans, and then there's hockey fans. Hockey fans. Oh, you know you, I mean? and I hear people say, you because the hockey town. No, you're not. No, we're not. We're not. We're we not a be. hockey town. We, could we be. should be. We, could we be. have Utica College, which has the highest grossing Division Three attendance for the past, I don't know how many years running. Right. It, it's unreal. Uh-huh. They, are, they rival most Division One schools in attendance. That's right. Talk that talk. Come on, man. This guy and comes then, on and he says and he then, doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, my God. And then, and then we finally get the Utica Comets. They start redoing the odd. They're selling out, like, every game. And people are still talking about, oh, I know hockey. Yeah, we're a hockey town. No, we're not. No, we're not. Because you, you can tell – this is why we lost the Devils in the first place. Because you can tell who's a hockey fan and who's a Comets fan. Back then, my dad was telling me about this. You could tell who was a hockey fan and who was a Utica Devils fan because they don't want to see anybody go up. They want to keep everybody. Right. The best yep. thing the best thing that can come out of the Comets is us losing every single player on the roster. That is the best thing that can happen. If we get a new roster every year because they go up to the show, that's a great thing. It's the best <laughs> thing that you could ever wish for. Because even, oh, even, if, even if they don't pl- go play for Vancouver, they get traded and we get some good out of it. <laughs> I don't want, I was, why don't we want that? Why don't we want that? Then we're a successful organization. So what? We never win a Calder Cup. Who the cares? <laughs> we're trying to make Vancouver win Stanley Cups. Do you not oh. understand the point of a farm team? <sighs> You just, you, that, that was a me level rant because I was going on, I've gone on two of my podcasts now. I've gone on about how if a guy's hot, you're going to lose him. That's just the way it is. Like, if that's, one just how it getting, that's just how it goes. And then did you see, did you see Reed Boucher left? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. He went to the KHL. There's people online saying, oh, he's being, he's being selfish. Being selfish, his contract's worth three times what it was. He's going to yeah. be a superstar over there. They're going to treat him like a god. god. He is a god over there. He's yeah. going to be a god in seconds over there. Yeah. They're going to, and every season his salary is going to go up. And yeah. guess what? It's going to be written in his deal by the end that whatever it is is just going to get sent to an American bank account. It's going to yeah. be tax-free. He's going to be loaded the rest of his life because he went over there. Yeah. What do you think Rob be... Esch did at the end of his career? Yeah. He went over there and they paid him way too much money to be there for three seasons. Like way too much money to be there. They paid that man so much money to be there for three seasons. Uh, they, paid, it... they paid him like 42 million for three seasons to be in the KHL. 42 million euros. Euros, not, not dollars, euros. I didn't realize it was that, that much. Good God. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Well, How the you think, think, too, they, they do their incentives over there. Like, they're going to pay for his housing and probably give him a car. He's not going to spend yeah. any money. Yeah, I mean, no, he's going he's gonna to live his life for free over there. And yeah. they're going to pay him way more money than he would have made over here. Yeah. He's going to be like, and you wonder, three years, and you, Super League. Super League, three years. <laughs> and, and I wonder how the NHL keeps any players besides, like, all-stars. 
because they don't have salary caps over there. Right. They just put more sponsors on their jerseys. That's all they do. Right. Well, that's the thing, too. I was looking into buying when Reed gets over there and they finally give him an official jersey. I want to buy one because I was looking at his team, Avangard's like jersey on their, their, or their KHL shop, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And like the rubles to US dollars conversion rate, even with the shipping, is still like half price. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to buy all of them. Oh. Yeah. I, so I don't, I mean, I, don't, I never blame guys when they go over there. Like, if I had the talent well, to do it, you know, I would do it. I want so this is going way back, but uh, me and my dad used to go to every Utica college hockey game. Yeah. We knew a lot of the players. One of the players became my goalie coach about when I was in 10th grade. He started coaching me. But one of the other players, his sister married a guy who played in the AHL, Kyle Wilson. He played for uh, Hershey Bears for a long time. I saw my first NHL game when I went to see him play. He was up in Columbus. Okay. Oh, yeah? So this guy, his, he hurts his back, gets back surgery, comes back to the league. They won't, they won't send him back up to the NHL. Mm. Now, mind you, this kid's, this kid's a certified sniper. Like, certified you know, sniper. Cer- certified. Certified. Deadly. This, like, you, give, like you, you put him on a, on a dot or on a hash mark or on, like, the top of a circle, the kid's scoring. If kid, there's nobody in front of him, the kid's scoring. One-on-one on one with buddy. the goalie. One-on-one on one with the goalie, you give this man a shot, and he's scoring. Wheel snipe Sully, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know, he didn't have the best hands or anything. He was, yeah. he was, he was a center, but it, he, he, he grounded out in the corners, and then when he got the puck above the dot, you better yeah. believe he was putting that shit away. Just rockets. And, and, they, and they wouldn't send this man back up to the NHL after he hurt his back. So what's he do? He goes to the KHL. They pay him a whole bunch of money over there. Yeah. A whole bunch of money. They plays for Dynamo. It plays for Dynamo Riga for three seasons, makes a shit ton of money. And this yeah. kid graduated Colgate, so he's a smart dude. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got his money invested. Now, now he's got his money invested, comes back, retires, calls it a day. Why not? Why wouldn't he do it? He, no. made, he made easily in three seasons twice as much money as he made his entire seven seasons in the AHL going back and forth. Oh, my God. That's and they in three they, years they treat years, they treat you like time. rock stars. Oh, you are a rock star. These guys You're, got seven cars and they don't drive them. They ride in the back seat. Like it's yeah. nuts. It's crazy. They're, they're, they're you know you go over there and it's like it, you know it's it's like you're Drake. Like it's literally yeah, like you're Drake. They're all walking around the same Louis Vuitton suit. Like it's insane. <laughs> It's crazy. And it's like, how, what, how would you pass that up? No, I, that's what, the, I, the only, there's, there's a very short list of players in the NHL that have the same money as they, as an average yeah. player in the KHL have, you it's know, you got Sidney Crosby, mm-hmm. you got Connor McDavid, you got mm-hmm. Jack Eichel, you know, you got the big, the Patrick Kane, you got the yeah. big names and they're the only ones who you could even think have the same amount of money. Right. Absolutely. And it, meanwhile, meanwhile, fourth line grind over in the KHL is getting paid three. <laughs> <laughs> getting paid fucking six mil a season over there because their whole yeah. fucking shirts covered in fucking sponsors with every Russian logo you can think of. There and and they don't have to get hit in the face. Like you got these yep. guys who are trying to make like Zach McEwen should go. He should go. He should go to the K. He won't have to fight ever again. He'll lead the team in scoring, have an incentive bonus, and make an extra couple hundred thousand dollars a year just for scoring the puck and not have yep. to worry about getting hit. Like, <laughs> Ever, 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 ever. If ever. anybody, if anybody touches him, he will get. They will be buried in a corner. They'll be. <laughs> or or Siberia, back. ten years. Siberia, ten years. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Why would like why why would a talented player like that that would be one of the best? He's he's a first line forward. 
in the KHL all day. Yeah. Any team would be more than happy to have him. NHL, he'll be lucky to play. Dude, that's so crazy. It's true, though, man. It's, it's wild. See, this is why I knew having you on would be great, because I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, we started with uh, junior hockey. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so oh, you – did you get invited to any tryouts, or did you just did you? I just got go? invited – so I got invited to three. Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Junior Knights. Okay. They have two different – they have three different teams, actually. But I got invited to, so I went to one of their, for their, I went to their EHL tryout. I got turned down from that team. But when I, when that happened, the NA team, which is actually a higher league, he invited me to that tryout after, after the first one. So I got invited to that one. That was a good time. The, the you know, the goalie who took the, the spot. So they had one goalie who was returning. So they had one, they had one open spot. The goalie took my spot was straight out of Russia. I didn't speak a word of English. Kid could do a split on command. And, as you know, I got on the ice, and I was better than every goalie besides one that was there. And I knew it. And, like, right. I knew it. Yeah. This kid was just, you know, he was, you know, I was here, and he was up here somewhere. You know, and it was just, that, that was un- unfortunate. They didn't know he was coming. He was, like, some random, like, yeah. and he turned out to just be absolutely disgusting. Right. And that's how it goes. Um, and uh, you know that's how it goes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's you never you never know who's going to be at any of these tryouts. And right. then uh, there was I got invited to Walpool, but that was kind of like uh, uh, the the coach from Wilkesbury sent me over there after really af, af, yeah after after the other kid showed up he said you know I couldn't give you a spot because this kid he's clearly better but you know go go have a whirl over there. Yeah. They, they, I know they need it. You know, the coaches do that all the time. You know, they see talent right. and they mm-hmm. want talent to play. Well, yeah, the, the more, the, the better off the juniors programs are, the better it is for everybody. Yes. I, I, there's, there's no coach on a junior team that if you talk to a master tryout and you didn't make their team, if they saw anything in you, they will find you another team to at least get a tryout with. Right. Because it, it, it benefits never, everybody long-term. If, it, if they think you're good. Yeah. If they think you're good enough to play in the league and it was just a matter of somebody was better that day than you. Right. Then they'll do whatever they can for you. Which is um, very interesting. That's that's very interesting to me. That's I love that. It's it's great. And so I got invited out to Walpool because of that. And then I got invited down to Philadelphia Junior Flyers because uh two of my friends went and played for them after high school. Okay. Keegan Keegan Ritchie and uh Tyler Wilson went down there and played for them after high school. So very cool. Very cool. Very cool. So that wasn't like that wasn't like a talent-based invite. That was a we that they both they both mentioned me, and so the coach yeah. invited me down. And they're like, "Hey, we know this kid. You know, he's pretty wild." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, well, their 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 thing was was he was the he was one of the better goalies in our league in high school. It's at least worth giving him a look. And right. that wasn't that wasn't even an actual tryout that I went down to. Like sure. that wasn't like open tryouts. That was you know I went down. That was the last. That was the last place I went. Um, that was, and it was like their their opening practice. It was their first practice of the season. I was there for two practices, and um, so basically, if I was going to take a spot, I was taking somebody who was already guaranteed a spot, spot away. Oh, okay. So, so that's that was uh, like, yeah. So I at that point I would have had it been leaps and bounds better than than these kids yeah sure and that just didn't happen so then i actually i actually went on to play 
I played a year at MVCC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Juco. Juco. Oh, a little, yeah. ju- little Juco action. And at the end of that season, I was I was uh, sitting in a, in a college dorm room getting drunk after the season was over. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I get this phone call, bro. I get this phone call. Apparently, my coach gave my number to this to this scout that was in the stands coach gave him my number i'm meanwhile i'm drunk as fuck at this point i have no idea who's calling me <laughs> so you are you're a couple deep you're a few sheets of the wind oh, no, oh no i was i was you know it it, it was uh it was herkimer it was h triple c it was beer olympics okay oh yeah okay. It, it, it was like it was like six o'clock in the afternoon and everybody was already fucking shit just buckled just buckled <laughs> absolutely absolutely buckled all right and i get this phone call it says it says uh it says niagara falls ontario oh god and so i answer it and i'm like you know who the fuck could this possibly be and this guy goes oh my name's uh i think his name was craig I don't know. I, sketch coach Craig. Oh God. And he goes, I'm the goalie coach up here for uh, the Niagara team up in uh, the GMHL, blah, blah, blah. I'd like to have you come up. And I was like, Oh, come up for like a tryout. And he was like, no, no, no. Like be on the team. <laughs> Not like, listen, I need you guy. <laughs> and you know, this was like, this was like right after like the season had ended. So like, they just yeah. got done with playoffs. So like, I'm like, Oh, like, all right. Like, Sure, like sure. sign me up. Yeah. So I do a little bit of research into this league. So anybody comes who, the knows fun no, part. Who, who knows nothing about uh, junior hockey doesn't know what the GMHL is, but it's what they call a pirate league up there in Canada. The Good Morning so, America Hockey League. <laughs> yes. Um, but basically they have no restrictions. They can do whatever they want. They can take your money and not actually give you a spot is the like ordeal. Oh, oh. So it turns out this guy was not trying to take my money though. So he calls me back a couple months later and says, um, it turns out there was a mix up. <clears throat> the head coach already recruited all the goalies. I'm the goalie coach. He has more say than me. So we already have a full goalie roster. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and find you another team to put you on. Right. So then I get a call from uh, this other guy. Oh God. What was this guy's name? I should remember this guy's name, but I can't for the life of me. But well, we'll, we'll Swiss, call we'll call him Jeff. Swe- Swedish dude, Swedish dude. So he had great hair. That's what you're saying. He had great hair, like immaculate jawline. <laughs> like <laughs> immaculate jawline. <laughs> but so I go up there, and you know, I sign all the paperwork. We get everything done. Um. Uh, we pay the man, which. <laughs> Which hey, which could have turned out badly, but in this case, for, for me, did not. Um, I go up there. Training camp starts August 18th. This is like the original like training camp date. So I show up first day of training camp. Six players. Two of, three of us being goalies. There's a kid from Sweden, kid from Maine, me, and then three forwards, all of which were local to the area. <laughs> That's going to be uh, – looks like Devin's playing winger. I mean <laughs> – so You could have gave it a go. I could have. I mean, in that league, I could have. That would have been pretty damn good. Oh, my <laughs> um, God. Well, it depends on who we were playing against. If we were playing against Alston, I would have looked like an idiot. If we were playing against London, I would have looked like a fucking rock star. Oh, my God. Like, the thing was, like, with those leagues, like, there's so many, there's so many teams that are – 
fantastic and really like trying to be like a good organization and get into a league like the OHL. And then there's so many teams that are just trying to take your money. And so the owner, the owner of the team comes up and she's talking to us. She's talking to us. So she puts both of her sons on the team. Good players, mind you. Good, like, you know, they're, they're no, they're no, you know, I don't know Devin Arts, but you know. Well, they're you know they're one of them. One of them missed like an OJ team by like one spot. Like yeah. so, he's like talented. So like he was supposed to play on the OJ team, so he's playing here now because he couldn't make the OJ team. Yeah, yeah, blah yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. The and other the, one, the other one's the other just one's, got a brand new pair of skates. He's rocking you know vapors and a in a nice twist. Yeah, so drive, driving driving a Mercedes, you know type deal. He's got like, brand new steel on his blade, so he's cooking. <laughs> No, he was good too, but he had aged out. So, oh. and he, so in that league, you're allowed three players on every team that are aged out, that are 22 instead of 21 when the season starts. Oh, really? So he wasn't originally going to take one of those spots. So but, he's a grown adult, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. And so, you know, she's talking to us. She's like, we're changing the date for training camp to start to the 24th. I'm like, okay, week. Everybody, you know, let everybody else get in town. Meanwhile, I'm staying in the middle of nowhere, fucking bumfuck Canada. All right, like this which place, is, if you've never been to Canada, bumfuck Canada is li- like think. If of you're not in Toronto, you're in basically bumfuck Canada. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like literally. I was, I was like an like so literally, you leave Toronto, you get into a little suburb of Toronto called Vaughan which is amazing, amazing place. You know, you think you see money when you're driving through Toronto. When you're driving through Vaughan, you see a Lamborghini, every other fucking car. And you're like, why do you have that? You live in fucking Canada, bud. There's a lot of snow up here. <laughs> There's a lot of snow, buddy. There's a lot of snow. I'm not, I'm not sure that uh, three-inch off-the-ground clearance Mercy Lago there is the best bet. Oh, but, Jesus. But, and then as soon as you leave Vaughan, it's straight farms for like 45 minutes. And then it goes from farms to literally nothing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's tremendous. Like, not, like, like I don't think a lot of people really get, like, when I'm telling them this. Like, you've seen it. Like, you've been, like, an hour north. It, it, like, there's no houses. There's no nothing. There's a gas station every few miles. It's like driving through the Midwest. Yeah, we went to Samantha, my girlfriend. So it was Essa, Ontario is where we got our pub. So it's, oh, like, okay. that's, like, way north. It was, like, yeah. yeah. So, like. Canada, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody on social media or YouTube, whatever, is like 70% of the nation isn't even populated. Populated, yeah. yeah. No, it's, so, it's, a, it's a huge number. It's a huge number. There's, you, if you want to be left alone, you can be. And if you want to be as far away from the States yeah. in the event that you don't want to be in an apartment above a meth lab, you can be. <laughs> you can Yeah, no, it's like, it's, you, know, you know, Alaska is US's, the U.S.'s closest thing to that and like uh-huh. even even alaska is more populated by like area than yeah. than canada is yes yeah, maybe that's Canada's why people are so the, nice there because they don't have Canada's, to deal with other people canada's like like way bigger than the u.s as that's huge uh, as far as size goes but then as far as population they're not even half our size and you're like what the fuck yeah you have toronto is one of the i think it's in the top five i think it's the second actually most populated cities in north america like including Canada or the yeah. U.S. and Mexico. It's in the top five. I can't remember where it falls exactly. Yeah. But then, like, you have your other big cities. Like, Vancouver looks beautiful. Edmonton, which is a hub city, looks beautiful. Um, 
but they're then, just nowhere near as populated as the U.S. No, 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 it's, no. Yeah. And then the rest of it is just like MC I space. think that's part of why people are so nice is because they don't have to be well, stuck face to face. My billet. My billet was telling me what it was like over in British Columbia. She's like, yeah. no, like you would, you know, our house was forty-five minutes from the nearest anything. Yeah, yeah. Like you go into town, you fill your car up when you leave because you don't know if you're gonna. If when your next Phillips gonna be? Yeah, you're not, you're not sure you go, if you can hit a Canada Petrol again. <laughs> it it doesn't it doesn't matter if you planned on coming back into town tomorrow. Yeah. You fill your car up every time that you left town because it was forty five minutes or an hour into town. And she's like, <laughs> I, you know, we saw more moose than we did people. Oh, it's just like it's like straight out of like a time machine. It's like it's like literally like straight out of like a corny like cabin movie is what she was it. telling Dude, me I love she it was so like much. she was like the only thing you can p- compare it to is like a cheesy movie where they're in a cabin and they just don't see anything except for animals she's like that's what it was that's was that was real life every day and i, I love like, it fuck? dude that's tremendous though you know, I mean? I, you know how awesome that would be never having to deal with anybody I'd, like both of them worked remotely like they yeah. both had like normal like office jobs but worked remotely Oh, dude, the second, like, oh. when we're done renovating oh. this house, we're moving up, up, up the hill. I'm done. I can't, I don't want to be, I don't want to listen to my neighbor setting off fireworks anymore. I can't deal with it. Bro, what, last night, bro, I was trying to go to sleep for work, bro. I work early. I got to be up at 2.40 to be to work at 4 a.m. That's insane. And 11 o'clock, the guy sent off fireworks. We're, we are well past your courtesy period for oh i accidentally missed fourth of july <laughs> yeah. oh it's been it's been over a week it's been a week we're, we're done. done we're caught off we're done we're caught stop off. with the fireworks it's get done. them out of my get out of get them out of my face oh geez that's awesome you saw okay so uh you get this you're in a ponzi scheme league yep bernie madoff's the commissioner <laughs> so i'm living with this old woman and at the it was time, just her she didn't have a family it was her and her husband they lived on the main floor okay so slava this russian slava who was a russian kid who played on the team lived uh-huh. upstairs and then me and i call him clark kent to this day i cannot remember his name i'm sorry clark <laughs> i think his last name was clark i call <laughs> okay. him clark kent and uh me and him lived downstairs and so we had nothing to do because we didn't have a car we didn't have nothing right so i me and him me and clark are sitting downstairs just ripping bombs all day oh jesus uh (laughs) we're rated explicitly so go ahead and say whatever you want you're not well yeah (laughs) so um then the 24th comes around finally Finally, we're bored out of our minds. It's been like it's been six days. Yeah, you want to get on us, the ice of us doing nothing. But we would wake up at six a.m. and before our billet mom would go to work, she would bring us to the gym. So we'd go to the gym for like two hours, and then we would walk back to her place. Right. And then we would literally just fucking rip the bong and play cod for the rest of the day. So you're you're a high school kid still. Because you're yeah. still in high school, basically. Well, well Clark, Clark was 21. Oh, jeez. So he was like, he was like, you know, he was grown. This wasn't his first junior league. Like, this was yeah. like, this was, this, <laughs> this was isn't my first year. billet rodeo, son. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. 
and meanwhile, this kid Slava upstairs is—he was getting looks the previous season. He was getting looks from Toronto. Really? Yeah. Like with well, a name like Slava, like, I mean, he probably had those Datsu cans. Well, yeah, and Just so filthy. this kid, this kid stayed another year in the junior league, so he didn't have to go back to Russia. Because once you're 18 in Russia, you're required to do three years of military service. Right. Right. So he he was trying to get citizenship in Canada, so he never had to go back and do his three years. So the easiest way for him to do that was to work and play juniors rather right. than go to Toronto. Yeah. So, well, either way, he threw his Toronto co- contract out the window, and I'll get to that in a couple couple minutes here in the story. That's what I want to hear. So, so this time, this is 24th. We go, we get on the ice. There's 12 kids this time. Three goalies, nine forwards. We're doing better, right? We're doing better. We're getting there. We're, We're starting to look so we, like we, a hockey we, team. The we mighty actually, ducks are falling together. We actually have a practice now. Oh, geez. Something more than the weave. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then, uh, you know, a couple more kids trickle in day by day. We get to September 1st. We're like two weeks out from our game. We're up to two full lines, three goalies, and then like a couple more kids. So we got like, I don't know, we got like 17 kids maybe, yeah. almost a third third full line. And so we're like two weeks out from our first game. And all of a sudden our general manager just fucking vanishes, bro. The guy that I was, the guy that I was talking to, a Swedish dude, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. yeah it just it vanishes. a great jawline. Yeah, just vanishes. And two kids from the team go with him. One of them, he was like, he was like the kid's stepdad. So when he vanished, we knew that other kid was going to vanish too. Right. But the other one was like. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, we found this out much later. He was on Wayfair too soon? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But so apparently. So apparently, this kid, he took both of them and he went to a different team. Oh, Benedict so, Sweden. So uh, it turns out everybody that he signed, he took their money and never gave it to the team. So the money that I gave him, he technically stole. And <laughs> but, but since I had proof that, like, so we did a wire transfer to him. Mm-hmm. So there was proof that we sent him the money, so the team yeah. couldn't charge me a second time. It was their oh. fault for not getting the money from him. Right. So there was a whole lawsuit with him throughout the course of me being there, of them suing him for all the money that he had taken. But dude, that was, this is that was saying, not my dude. problem. This is what that I'm w- saying, dude. Junior hockey is a wasteland. <laughs> It's well. You just got to know at least you know if if I if it would have been like the OHL or the OJ, like there would have been no issue. Yeah. Like there would have been no questions about it. Well, but it was yeah. this. It was this league, and there's so many. There's so there's so many more leagues like it too. Is no. the issue? Yeah. You say, oh, if it was like the yeah, if it was like the OHL, you would have came home. Your parents would have had a brand new home theater. Are you kidding me? Greasing yeah. palms, making sure you come and play for us. We got all this money for you. Yeah. Oh Jesus. We got all this money for you, but you're technically a lot not allowed to get paid. So we're so, gonna buy you a car instead. Yeah, we're gonna buy you a car, <laughs> dude. That's like that's a crazy thing too. And then and then and then, like, and then the fourth it. line, the fourth line on those teams pays for it all, pays for it all. And the thing was, that's how it was going on my team now too. They're getting right. these random kids from Russia who have no idea how to play, but their parents are millionaires over back in Russia. Yeah, I mean they got. So they're charging they these kids. So they're charging these kids fifteen, twenty, thirty grand to play on a junior team. 
Right. I was talking to this one kid. He's like, yeah, my parents paid 60 grand for me to be here. What, bro? I got to start a junior league. (laughs) (laughs) Buy a junior team. Jesus Christ. That's That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But so either way, so like we play our first game. We had, I think, 17 kids for the first game. So three goalies, 14 kids. We get absolutely fucking run over. Well, I mean, everybody's playing every game. You don't have you don't have any subs really. You don't have any uh yeah. scratches or anything. So so Clark is Clark six. Yeah, he's this kid. He's six six, tall, lengthy motherfucker. Just oh a fantastic person and a fantastic goaltender. Like amazing. Like the, would you backed him up or he backed you up? Uh, you we went back. We him? went back. We went back and forth. We they went, play, you know, split we, the time pretty good. Yeah. So the first game, he played the whole game. It wasn't an issue. Second game, they played the Swedish kid, who was our mm-hmm. third goalie, who was a great practice goalie. He looked like he was phenomenal. Yeah. As soon as he got in the game, bro, he got pulled at the end of the first. Score was 6-0 with like, 28, with like 28 shots. What, dude? Yeah. So he gets pulled at the end of the first. I go in the end of the first. Game ends with like – game ends, I think it was like 10-2. And final was like seventy shots to like it was something ridiculous. But I ended the game with like a nine a nine two save percentage, which is like unreal for having like I still had four goals against. And yeah, I for having like that many goals, two. you have this kid. You have this kid start. He's like a little Swedish kid. He's like Henrik Lundqvist or Robin Leonard or something, and then he no. comes into the game. <laughs> so so literally the next day, the next yeah. day, the kid comes upstairs from his billet calls my billet mom who was like the head of housing yeah. and it's like i'm going home like i don't need the billet anymore da, yeah. da, 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 da. then he c- calls the owner and says the same thing basically right. so basically he gets six goals scored on him in a junior game and then right. immediately flies back to sweden <laughs> it's i'm calling it a day so it's a wrap it's yeah and so that happens we oh, get some geez. we get some new kid from australia like a week later playing goalie brings us another kid so now we're up to like 19 kids and next game i start right play alliston which is like which turns out to be the best team in the league they absolutely fucking run it up on us like absolutely like i don't remember the exact score but it was fucking bad but it was yeah it's a gong no, it show. Was, it's just a gong show they had over i remember they had 122 shots on goal Jesus! 122. I played half the game and had 64 shots. What do you – I mean, I, okay, so what do we just – you don't have a defense? Is this what's happening? I, I don't understand. Yes, yes. Well, the, this whole this whole experience was an absolute shit show. I mean – If you couldn't tell by this point in the story, the whole thing was an absolute shit show. Oh, my God. So halfway through the game, I come out. Clark goes in. Same shit happens to him. You know, another 60, 60-odd shots. We're in the dressing room after me and Clark are talking to each other and we're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Statistically, even with like first three games, even with both of us having like 12 goals against, we have the highest save percentage in the league. Both of us. Oh my God. (laughs) We had the highest goals against, but the highest save percentage because of how many shots they had against us in each of these three games. So this continues for like another like we we keep getting like a player here a player there for another like three weeks, right? Clark asks for a trade 
gets absolutely denied. They said, no, no fucking way. You're like, you're the best goalie in the league right now. Like, yeah. we're not tra- we're not trading. So- somehow. Somehow. Yeah. No, like, statistically, me and him were the best two goalies. Which is, that was, dude, which is that, crazy. We, we had the best goaltending in the league, but the worst offense in the league. So, I, I then asked for a trade, too. Be, you know, both your goalies are very unhappy with the situation. Yeah, like, listen, but this you is figure, a complete gong show. You got a bunch of dusters on this team. I shouldn't be here. So, so basically, basically, the way we then, when they said no to me, me and him both went and we talked to the owner and we said, basically, what's going to happen is either we're both going to leave. Yeah. You're going to trade us both. Yeah. And get yourself some forwards and a couple new goalies. And clearly or some defense because everyone playing D on this team is a bunch of goddamn suitcases. Or or you're going to start trading forwards like they're fucking hotcakes. Just yeah. fucking sell them all. Like sell we them all. got enough of this. S- sell, sell all their rights to somebody yeah. else. I don't care. I don't care what you got to do. Something. And oh, who's coming out to play here, by the way, on the bicep? I see a little vein popping. You hitting the gym over here, buddy? What are we doing? I know. I work at a distribution center, bro. It's uh, lifting shit all day, but... <laughs> Yo, I got fat over quarantine. I'm gonna be honest. I'm back down twenty. I'm back down twenty. You gained the COVID fifteen. I gained the COVID thirty. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, we got the uh, we got a Peloton coming. I ordered the Peloton. Pretty excited about that. Not a big deal. <laughs> but so we bring this up to the owner, and she's like, "Neither of those are gonna happen. Like none of those scenarios are gonna happen. Like we don't have." Right now, because we're still in a lawsuit with this guy, we don't have the money to yeah. offer people money for trades and this and that and the other. Hmm. Meanwhile, we have a fucking Powerade sponsorship. Like, we have as much free Powerade as we could ever fucking ask for. We had the locker room full of fucking Powerade, all right? <laughs> like, when I say locker room full yeah. of fucking Powerade, I mean, like, imagine walking into a normal fucking hockey locker room, uh-huh. and the entire middle of it is just stacked with, like, 48 cases of Powerade. So you walk into a locker room, and as everyone knows, a hockey locker room stinks to high heaven. And but then there's so much so fucking much power, power rate. <laughs> like oh, there was, so good. there was so much power rate to the point where they took the middle stalls. There, yeah. there was four like middle stalls in the locker room that we had. Yeah. They took those out. We don't have enough players for them anyway. So. So they put all the Powerade right in the middle of the fucking locker. Starting right. in goal number two, Powerade. <laughs> Correct. But, oh, but we don't. But we don't have money for anything. We don't have money for this. We don't have money for yeah. that. Yeah. So have okay. All right. So I. I, I all right. I gotta. I just want to do a quick coverage of everything. So we have an a GM who's on the lamb with the, all the team's money. Correct. We have the best goaltending unit in the league at the moment. What was your save percentage? You said uh, at nine that two? time. At that time, it went up to a nine three or nine four. Is, Clark, it, is that, that is that good? Is that good? Yes. It's, so, it's, it's not, we, is that good? We saved, it's it's unreal for <laughs> what we were. But Clark Clark was at like a nine six. All right. Is that, is that good? That's 96 percent of shots he saved. Is what we're saying. This is not as listen. Not a big deal or anything. But the goaltending the, the, is the league. Fire. The league. The league average was uh, was an eight nine. Right? Oh my god. Oh. And oh. and we we were we were mid to high nines. So yeah, anything you know, above we're, nine, we're, boys and girls, is pretty solid. So I mean, yeah. I mean that's like that's like hitting a three fifty in baseball. Like you're yeah. doing good. So, and real realistically, like a nine six and a nine four, like realistically, that's like batting four twenty. 
Like it's yeah. like bat, it's that's a high batting average if you're comparing it to baseball. Between the goaltending and the that's power like, rate, this that's team like is two sacks a game in football. If we're trying to, get, that's like two sacks a game. You're doing great. You're doing great on the defensive end. Oh, like you're doing Jesus. fantastic. Oh no. Oh, no. But so anyways, she denies both of us, says, no way I'm trading you. No way we're trading anybody. We don't got money for it. Right. So the next game, we're down in, in Toronto playing a team called North York because it's, you know, in North York, Toronto. And I start the game. I start the game, end of the second period, or end of the first period. We go into the locker room, scores like, I don't know, four or five to one. And... They've got like 30 some odd shots on goal. And I sit there and I'm just fuming, bro. Fuming. Just livid. <laughs> because, because that game, it was, except like, I hate to be that guy, but these goals were not my fault. Like, I, I hate to be that guy. Like, right. playing goal. Like, I've played goal for long enough to know when a goal is my fault and yeah. when, when it's my defense breaking down. So I throw a fucking fit in the locker room. I'm throwing players' bags at them. Bro, I'm throwing their helmets back at them and shit. Talking about, I don't care what the fuck y'all do. If they score, if if you give them a one-on-one with me and they score, that's fucking my problem. But I swear to God, if they make one more fucking backdoor pass and get a freebie in the backdoor, I yeah. swear to God, I'm getting fucking undressed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the owner's son looks me dead in the eyes and says, nobody cares about your stats, bro. Go home. Like, listen, bud. So you know, so you know what, so you know what we did. Me and Clark both took our equipment off and said, "Good luck playing the rest of the game without a goalie." Yeah, uh, you're gonna have an open cage over here, boys. Let's see what happens when there's nobody in the crease, okay? And so then, so then he has the audacity. He has the audacity to say, "Okay, I'll put on your pads and do exactly what you're doing." And I said, "If you touch my fucking pads, I swear to God, I'll take my skate and slit your fucking throat open." All right. Oh God. So. So after that, um, Clark ended up putting his gear back on to go finish the game. I did not. I put the suit on. I went up in the stands. And I'm I a healthy fucking... scratch. <laughs> I'm a healthy, self-made scratch. I started the game. All right? I started the game. Like, <clears throat> end of the oh. first period, I got undressed. Okay? Oh, the, uh, the other coach at the end of the game comes up to me and says, if you ever need a place to play, let me know. <laughs> like type deal like right, right, played right. fucking out of my mind for the first period but five goals in on like 32 shots or something like that and the other oh. coach still is like yo if you ever need a place to play like <laughs> listen like we can we'll work something out <laughs> but i couldn't oh. i couldn't because the fucking team that i was on still owned my because rights because when a team owns paying, your rights yeah when a team owns your rights in juniors, you are locked into them. No matter what you do, you're locked into them. So you right. have two options. Either you don't play the rest of the season or you do what that team tells you. Right. right. And right. so I went home. <laughs> After that game, the owner's talking to me about what do we do, got to do to make you stay. And I was like, I thought we made it very clear what <laughs> had to happen. Like, to I already told you, you guy. Oh. <laughs> And she oh, goes, well, that, that, can't, that just can't happen, but we really want you to stay. And I said, your options are trade me, trade your whole team, or I'm going home. <laughs> like, those are your options. Oh. And she said, I can do none of that. So I came home, and I've never played another day of hockey besides beer league since. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> so, 
Oh man, I don't even know. I want. I have so many things to say. So. Oh this... wait, let me let me go back to this <sighs> go kid. Ahead, please. This kid Slava with Toronto. So one of the games in the middle there, this kid was still playing. He was still fucking sick. Fucking absolutely. His first name was Slava, or his last name was. Slava? His first name was Slava. I assume we don't remember his last name. No, God no. Oh no, he pissed away any chance he had ever had a plan in a real league. <laughs> so this kid. Mm. So one night we're we're at practice, late night practice. We got game the next day, and coach comes in the locker room and says, "I just got out of my. I forget. I forget this guy's name, but he used to play for the Capitals. All right, like way back." Like, back when, like, doing push-ups and sit-ups was, like, a good enough training workout to, like, be in the NHL. Right. And so he comes in the locker room. He goes, one of my friends is going to be in the stands. He's uh, coming to look at Slava. He's a scout for the Maple Leafs. He's coming to look at Slava. You know you're on Elite Prospects, by the way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But so this this guy – Maple or yeah, Maple Leaf Scout shows up in the stands. Slava shows up twenty minutes late for the game. Oh misses, Jesus! Misses the whole first period. All right, mm. steps out of the ice for the second period, and falls over because he's still fucking hungover from the night before. Can't stand up. Too fucking drunk still. Listen, v- vodka, vodka, a lot. <laughs> Literally, kept fucking to threw away his one shot to be in the show because he went out because he knew the scout was coming. And still decided to go out the night before anyways. Jesus. Oh, God. Then that Dude, that's an organization that don't mess around either. You, you piss them off, they're done. They don't care. Well, what, what organization is possibly going to look at you after that? Like it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a surprise. And either way, like what are you doing in junior hockey fucking showing up drunk to a game? Like the no. only point of junior hockey is to make it to the show. Right. Like Zach, we'll go back to Zach McEwen. You look at him, bro. Every if you look, if you watched him on the ice and in warmups, he was the last person off, and he mm-hmm. was always doing something with a puck. You know, he was either stick handling or shooting until the second he got off the ice. That's oh, yeah. that's that's the junior hockey mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm here to get there is the mindset, and this kid clearly was like, oh, I'm the best player in this fucking league. Oh what yeah, do I have, dude. You know that was his that was his mindset. He, dude, yeah. I mean, he, Zach was a freak in, in every league he's ever played in. I mean, I got his stats right now. I mean, when he was in the queue, was last year in the queue before he came to Utica, he had 74 points and he yeah. had 90 PIMS. That's my boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm That's sure, a player I like. And you know, I'm sure every practice he was the last one off the ice. I'm sure every warm up he was the last player off the ice. Oh, dude. I'm sure. For sure. I'm, I'm sure. Dude, he's a, he's a beast, man. That kid's a, that kid's a freak. I, I love watching him play. He, like, he was one of those guys. I remember I told because like we have our season. T- you know, I've seen you at games, yeah. comments games, and me like me, Steve and Samantha. We have our four seats together, and Zach had a hell of a year last year. He was torching it like everybody. I mean, he was arguably one of the best players in the league who didn't get the kind of credit he should have gotten. Yeah, mostly no, just was... because everybody hates Utica. But I mean, before he got called up, he had like fifty-two points for us. You know, I mean, he was on a tear, and I was like, ah, oh, man, he's gone. And Samantha's like, oh, what do you mean? Sure. I go, he's going up. He's gone. He's going We're up. never going to see him again. No, we might see. You know, if he gets if he gets a lower body injury, we might see him on a condition training game back. Oh yeah, one and one time. The thing that's crazy about him, he's just like Cole Lind, who I don't know how much of a comment he felt last year, but they're bringing Cole up for the playoffs. He's one of those guys where every year, if you look at his stats, they just, they just get keep better. Get better. Yep. And that says more than somebody having a big year. Like Brogan Rafferty for the comments this year had a huge year. 
Quinn Hughes for the Canucks had a huge year. It was like, yeah, that's awesome. They had a huge year, but like, but what are they going to do next year? Exactly. Exactly. If they, if they do it again next year, it's fantastic. But if mm-hmm. they come back out like the year before that, yep. then what's the difference? What, what yep. is the difference? Or like, I mean, Shesterkin in New York. I mean, that kid. And De- the Devin's thing, a Rangers fan. Not anymore. Complete spoiler over this. What do you mean, not anymore? No, no, no. Since uh, Vegas has been in the league, I've been repping the, You're not allowed to the change. gray and gold. You're not allowed to change. You can't it's change. a You're new team. Fan. I can do whatever it's I want. It's a different conference. You can have both. All right. I'll go with both. Because listen, no, no, no. Listen, I love Vegas. I'm a big Vegas, Vegas guy I, because oh. I love Revo. And oh, shout, yes. shout out my boy Brad Jones, who I've had I had on the show a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to have him again regularly. Huge Blues fan. He's going to – this is a hot take. Brad, if you listen to this, which you will, I got Vegas as the number one in the West taking this round robin. Yes. Yes, 100%. 100%. Bro, did you see, did you see Revo talking uh, when he got signed, his extension? No. So he's trying to win a scoring title. What? No, no. <laughs> That's what he wants Come to on. do. I got no doubt he'll try to start in the playoffs. Can you imagine oh, Revo yeah. trying to score? Like, uh, just be a scoring on. title? Can you imagine Revo in the K? He probably would win a scoring title. Title. Yep. No, he would over there. He would. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's the plan. <sighs> yeah, dude. Maybe he's... next thing you know, Revo's in the KHL winning scoring titles. But you know what? I, like, I went on a little bit. I'm kind of glad you brought Vegas up, honestly, because I, I went on a little bit of a tangent about Vegas in my last, my last pod. I was talking about like, just playoff teams, right? And I had said how I thought the Golden Knights were arguably, if not the best team in the West. Like, I think they're the yes. best team in the West. They're one of the, they're the if, if they're not the best, they're number two. Yes. And I, I, don't, know who you're, and I don't know who you're putting above them. Yeah, the Blues, maybe. Um, I mean, Blues are a strong the, two seed. Yeah, the Avs, I mean, the Avs, the Stars, listen, the Oilers were cooking this year. I mean, McDavid's a freak. If everybody McDavid's stays a freak, team, but. Yeah, I mean. The, the thing with the West is they're very – they have a lot of really good teams, but a lot of young talent. You know what I yes. mean? Like, yes. Vancouver's super young. They're talking about potentially trading Besser, which is – I mean, if you can do it, why not? I mean, you're going to get a haul for them. And then, I mean, the Wild's still pretty young with a de- decent mix of young guys or, or older guys. The Yotes and the Preds – I mean, the Preds just – I mean, we're going to raise a banner for something this year, I'm sure. And then the Flames are young. The Jets are young. But – but Vegas, I got torched. See, the West is the the West is strong, simply getting stronger by the year. And like, yeah. what's going on in the East? Nothing. What they, do we got up and coming? What yeah, do we got up and coming? They're like the aging conference right now. Yeah. So that's why I have some like, faith in New good, York. We have like good teams, and what are the Rangers? The only young team right now. Yeah, you got oh, the Rangers are young. I mean, Boston's getting older. Besides Pasternak, who's a freak. Pasta's well, that's a freak. what I'm oh, saying. Like, you look at you look at the East, and you got one young te- one truly young team. Yeah, it's 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 Sid and Ovi like it's been for ten years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was I was saying like. People give so much hell to like Vancouver, or not Vancouver, I'm sorry, Vegas. They're like, oh, they were an expansion team. They got to pick, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but they still have to come on the ice and perform. And like, yeah. if you look at their roster, with the exception of Revo and like, I mean, their goaltending tandem is sick. You know, yeah. Flurry, Flurry and Leonard. If, if they perform, I mean, that goaltending, I, they're probably the best goaltending tandem in the league right now. I have no, I mean, unless, unless tandem, Hank, yes. unless Hank is 2014 Hank and sure Sturkin stays as good as he is. But yeah. I mean, yeah, they have a lot of really good players, but they don't have anybody that's like an absolute superstar. I mean, Patch yeah, Reddy's no. a freak and he only had 66 points this year. So it's just like people are like, oh, they're an expansion team. Okay. They they're, still have to go out. And they perform. are one of the, the thing is they are the best 
team. Right. Like they don't like you look at like the Blackhawks. Like look mm-hmm. at the lineup. Look look at the names. Yeah. And you look at Vegas and like you said, you got Revo and you got a great goaltending tandem. And other than that, look at they're, they're a team playing team. They're uh they, they beat you as a team. They yeah, don't they're a bunch a of third and fourth players. liners. <laughs> And they beat everybody as a team. They out every game. Every game that they win, they outgrind the other team. I think that honestly, I think and there's that's no what other is. team grinders. The whole team. There's there's no other team that has four lines that grind as hard as they do. No, you're absolutely there's, right. They you know because you look at line one and two and a lot of other teams and they're you know they're frizzy hands guys. Not on that right. team. Everybody's getting down to business. They they win. You know my high school hockey coach used to talk about you win games by board battles. Right. That's how you win. You win those loose pucks. You win those board battles. You win the game. I love and it. guess what? And guess it. what? Mike, he put y'all. Oh, this is you're gonna love this. You know the song? It's hip to be square. Yeah, yeah. We we lost one game because of like a blatant like board battle loss. Like they won the board battle. They came down the ice. They scored on a breakaway. They won the game. Well, we played another game the next day. Comes yeah. in the locker room, unplugs the music that was playing, plugs his phone in, plays. It's hip to be square on a loop until the game starts. <laughs> B squared board battles is what I he said it. before I the game. That, that was his whole speech. That was his whole speech. He walks in the locker room. He writes B squared on the board, and then he writes a B and another B and board battles. And he says, "That's my whole speech. Win the board battles. Let's go." And then we got on the ice. We were more fired up than I think we've ever been, like ever. Like that shit got everybody going. After listening to it, it's hip to be square for like forty-five minutes leading up to this game. Bro, I like there's nothing there's nothing like it. Everybody's pissed off as a motherfucker didn't get to listen to their normal pregame. Right, music. right. They got a you got a mood, you're superstition, and it's screwed. And it's screwed. But you know what? We came out hot and you better believe we didn't lose a single board battle. Oh, and guess dude, what? I love and it. And guess what? We took it to Cicero North Syracuse. We fucking pounded them. Dude, I love it. See, that's the thing, man. Like I talked about goalies being nuts, but like You've, you've watched Letterkenny, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so anybody who's watched Letterkenny, like the hockey coach in that show, that's real. They're nuts. No, they're batshit insane. Nobody they're insane. Un- <laughs> no, nobody, un- nobody in the locker room understood what was going on. Yeah, it's just like, what? Our yeah. coach is playing It's Hip to Be Square for 45 minutes on repeat, and we're all sitting in the locker room. And, you know, one time I remember fucking Jackson Ratowski plays for you to college now gets up pauses it plugs his phone in coach fucking storms in the door unplugs his phone plugs his phone back in starts the shit up again like you know and then just like three words board battles let's go boys and that board it. battles it is fucking <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> and, you, you said know, he plays for Utica college right now who'd you say uh jackson ratowski his brother just graduated this year joey you get him on the show uh, I, yeah, I could see what I could do. I'd love to have UC kids on here. That's what I want. Like, I want UC kids, and if you're Utica Comics Junior Elite, that's what I want. I want you guys because I can't get a hold of any comments. I've been trying. <laughs> uh, I might be able to get a kid from Naz too. I used to oh, dude, that would be dope because I like, like so. I if if I get one, I, you're gonna have them both at the same time. I have no problem with that. I have you, so Joey, and, yeah. Joey, and JT. Uh, they've they've been attached to the hip through most of juniors and everything. that's perfect like they but you know they were lying you know joey or jackson always played d jt always played forward and they had more combined points like just between the two of them 
It's ridiculous. Yeah. So no, that's perfect. Cause the more, this is why, this is the best episode I've ever done because like you've talked the majority of it. I don't have to really do anything. <laughs> Well, I, you know, you know me, I'm good at talking. It's tremendous. Right? Well, no, it's dope because I like, I knew you had mentioned how you were big into the Knights, but I, I like, I don't know. I just didn't play it off because that's a team that I really like to talk about. And uh, if uh, the Knights come home with a cup, I might be able to get you a, a picture with it. I mean, that would be just I, I know a guy. You I, know a guy? I, Wait, you know a cup guy or a Vegas guy? A Vegas guy. How, who I, knows a Vegas guy? Can you um, get him on the show? I kind of I know him. I was drinking on a boat last summer with him. Can you get him on the show? <laughs> uh I could, I could, that's going to be a lot harder. Uh, listen, um, give me, just I, give me his info off the show, off, 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 off pod. So off pod. I don't have his info, but I, I have one of his buddies infos. That Perfect. Used to play give me his started. info. And we'll so make I used to play, I used to play against him and I go to the gym up there when I am up at my camp. Uh, I go Where's to the camp? gym, St. Lawrence river, Clayton. Oh dude. Clayton's gorgeous. Hey, if you ever want to come up, bro, I'm there Monday through Thursday every week, by the way. Yeah, uh, no, we do. Um, I'm going to have to bring, uh, bring the old lady because she's dying to get well, out of the of house because she's been working from home. Bro, she's been working from home since March, and they said they're probably not going back to the office till next year, if hey, at all. I, I got a couple of jet skis too, but we can, uh, we can go for a rip. Yeah, I got a but, buddy. But a either way, so I go, to the gym, I go to the gym with a kid who used to play stars with him, which is, yeah. which is Junior B back in the day. So yeah. I go to the gym with him, and so sometimes I go and hang out with him, and last summer I was hanging out with uh, Alex Tuck. Mm place yeah. for vegas right but i was hanging out with him on the boat lake of the isles getting fucking no comment okay well i mean listen <laughs> you're talking about a guy who legitimately plays in the league okay yeah. no i mean he played yeah. 42 games this year and had 17 points is is that good is that good yeah. i mean wh- what do you mean it's just like yeah. that's the thing that drives me nuts and when i say is that good i mean like i'm being sarcastic like that's pretty good yeah. like mo- most people me and Brad were talking about this because Biz talks about this, but you know, Biz nasty for spit chiclets. Yeah. Talking about just a- anytime anybody like him says something like you should take it seriously because he played, I think it's like 700 games in the NHL. Yeah. Ty Domi was talking. I was listening to Ty Domi talk who I love. Cause I love just beat your face in hockey. Yep. It's like 13, 1400 guys have played more than 200 games. So if you're playing 200 games in the NHL, you know what you're doing and yep. I'm going to take you seriously. And you, it doesn't oh. matter. It doesn't matter what you like people, Sean Avery, great example. You can't, you can't discredit that guy just because he was beating people's face in. He oh, still yeah. played a shit ton of, he still knew exactly what he was doing. Oh dude, the teams he played with, the guys he played with, are yep. you kidding me? He yep. played with some of the best players in There's the history the, of the, the, game. the game. Yep. I mean, and people want to discredit these guys because they were fucking bruisers. And it's like, you know what? Look how long their career was. Look yeah. how many games Look at they Revo. Played. Look at Revo. Are you kidding me? There's people all over online who's talking. It's like, oh, he's, he's like, he's, old, he's a, a relic of the past. What do you mean he's a relic of the past? Relic of the past. He's still relevant. Mean? He's he still relevant. He can still play. He can score. He can shoot. He can skate. He can skate better than half the guys in the league. Yep. Look at the team he's on. They, oh, my God. See, Vegas makes fit, me so the, angry. Because people are like, oh, they're a superstar team. They're a superstar team. They had one who? guy that had more who? than 30. Yes, they had more. Who? One, one guy who had Who's the superstar? Goals. Who is the superstar on that team? Please, break it down for me. I want to see. I want to see. Who's, Max who's... Pacioretty had 32 goals. He led the team. The next one, Mark Stone, 21 goal. Or, I'm sorry. Mark Stone had 21 goals. Riley Smith had 27. And uh, yeah. Marshall Stewart had 22. Who's the superstar? What who, is, you... who is it? 
all of you Vegas haters, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Like, oh, they're just an expansion team. They're going to win. No, dude. They just play. Like, oh, my God. I, I can't I can't even – it just doesn't make any sense to me. It drives me insane. That was some real passion you and I just had. I feel like we were on a real level, and I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> Here, let's, let's see the actual stats. Uh, yeah, oh, because oh, they have Alex Martinez because he scored one cup-clinching goal ever, which was a fluke, by the way. The Rangers should have won that series, and I'm still not over it. Every time that highlight comes on, on TV, I bury the pillow in my face. Hey, let's Samantha see. leans down the, let's t- go down the couch, the list. and she goes, uh, still hurts, huh? Yeah, it still does. <laughs> I'm going to go down the list of points here. 66, 63, 54, 47, 46, 46, 38, 31, 22, 19, 17, 15, 15, 14, 10, 9. Where's the fucking superstar? Where? Where? I mean, oh, oh God. 66, hold on. Let's, uh, let's go to another team here. Let's go. Let's see what the Nashville Predators look like. Let's see what their stats. Yeah, oh, look stats, at that. No stats. Three, three guys over 40. Oh, and I mean this. This is a fucked up season to look at. Let's look yeah. at 2018, 2019. Instead. This isn't even. That's not even a full season. It's not even yeah, a full no, season. let's look at let's look at 18, 19 instead. Okay, we'll go back. We'll go back a year. You looking at the Preds again? <laughs> yeah, well, not right now. Right now, I am. We're going back to Vegas. We're going back to uh... Vegas. 18, 19. In Vegas in 18, 19 it was a great team. All right. Oh yeah. High, highest highest points 59. Uh, 59. Yeah. Yep. What are you Even less about? than a shortened season. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? They're an all-star team. No, they're yeah. not. No. They're a bunch of guys who are out there grinding it away every fucking game. They're yeah. all out there. The fucking fourth-line grind. Every line is fourth-line grind, baby. Uh-huh. Every fucking uh-huh. line. Winning in the corners. Winning here. Winning there. Fuck it. Fuck it, bud. <laughs> Send it, dude. Well, that's the thing. People are like, oh, they got to pick and choose all these players. Dude, half of the players they have are players that their team didn't want, so they designated them for the draft. Like, that's, that's yeah. how it works. You don't get Marc-Andre the- Fleury? Mark Andre he's thirty-five Fleury. years old. He's a, Pitt, he, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was like, "No, we're gonna take Matt Murray instead." Yes! Look at him. Look at him. He's fucking playing. His, he's playing better than he ever did in fucking Pittsburgh, arguably. Dude, he guy, was guy dynamite fucking, this year. He was standing on his head every year. game. Ugh. Standing on his head every fucking game. Just fucking standing on his head. Dude, he was he's what, like what thirty-five you years old and manages to get a point nine plus save percentage and under three goals a game. I mean, with a defense who is average i mean they are good yeah. because they're playing hard they're not good because they're, they're good. good yeah they're not I jack michael oh, oh jesus don't even that whole saga bro with buffalo i mean oh, buffalo's a joke it will always be a joke every sports team to ever come out of buffalo will be a joke doesn't matter what they are the pagulas should sorry. not be they should not sorry. own a hockey i'm team. sorry i'm they sorry but that's how it is wow look that's at the bills. brutal look coming at the after savers. bills bro coming after bills mafia Points weird stat to bring up here um, I just I just clicked on the Blackhawks. Oh, All right, we're talking oh, about Patty so Kane right now. Eighty-four Buffalo points. Zone. Eighty-four points. Okay. Yeah. Take a guess at what this man with eighty-four points. Guess what his plus-minus is. Oh, I hate that fucking stat. So I really I love that it. fucking stat. Really, dude. I don't know how much I like that stat. I mean, I, I, I like it, but he's losing <sighs> games. He's losing games with his plus-minus. He's what? He's plus or he's eight winning games. Never mind. Never mind. I'm I'm looking at the stat backwards. Plus eight. Guess what, Jonathan Taves minus two. Oh my God! You you don't. Woof! David Camp minus eleven. What are you doing, bud? Get off the ice. 
Listen, taking long, you're taking guys. long shifts, bud. Yeah, you're, were you taking two minute, three minute shifts? What are we doing? Yeah, like if if you're no, no, no. If you're more than plus five, oof, or minus five. If you're more than minus five, you need to you need to See, get off the ice. You I need like to get off the know. ice. I love hockey analytics, but that that's one that's a that's one stat which I feel like if, for the most part Some, I feel like it's legit. It's Sometimes well, yeah, it's I mean, tough though, because if you're getting the change, and it's a, yeah. even if it's a good change, so you're you're the last back checker. There's two defense that they just yeah. changed. Right. You know that could be a good change still, and they score as you're getting off the ice, and then whoever gets stuck coming on the ice there, yeah. that's a minus for them. Right. And they had no control over that play. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you think I'm? I got uh, because I was talking. I was actually talking about uh, Edmonton and Chicago. Their series coming up because I've been covering them on my YouTube. Like all the, all the. Uh, uh, follow me on YouTube, by the way. Like, share, and subscribe. Not a big deal. Dom Real, real talk. Um, <laughs> little, hey, get the sh- plug in. Get the plug in. Shameless plug. Shameless hey, plug. Hey, up, hey. Upstate hockey. Hey, make, up in the hey, corner. Everybody, make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Upstate hockey uh, t-shirt shop on there. The link is on the channel. I don't have enough subscribers yet to have it on videos, but it's on the channel. Feel free to buy a shirt. Hashtag Rally the Valley. Not a big deal. But <laughs> Leon Dreisdeidel, right, for the Oilers, had a monster year. 110 yep. points. He was 43-67, 110. I don't want to hear the crap about how he was with McDavid because he still had a huge year in the book. Yeah, That's no. all that matters. McDavid, 34-63, 97. Leon Dreisaitl's plus minus, he's minus seven. And McDavid was Oof. minus six. Oof. Oscar Clefbaum had a huge year for them defensively, right? Yeah. And on the penalty kill, he was arguably, I think, I don't have the stats. I can't remember. I think they had the best penalty kill in the, in the, in the league. I'm pretty sure it was the best penalty kill or the second best. It was one of the two. Oscar Clefbaum was the best guy on their penalty kill. Minus 17, bro. <laughs> he was minus 17. James Neal's minus 20. Dude, I love James Neal. I don't know why. I've just always had a soft spot for James Same. Neal. Same. I and, agree. But, you know, this is, this, is why, this is why Edmonton is questionable. If you look down and you see more people that are minus than you see that are plus, and yeah. this is the issue with Edmonton, mm-hmm. is, you know, you see, you see, like you said, Dreisaitl, 110 points. You see McDavid, 97 points. You see these big numbers, mm-hmm. but you see their games going, you know, they're losing seven five, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know that that's the issue. They See, might have all these points if they get if they. That's been that's been the issue since McDavid's been on the team. You look at this kid and he's a freak. He's doing I mean, he's, everything. He's absolutely a freak. He takes the best four strides. Player in the league. He takes four. He takes four strides and he's the fastest player on the ice. Yeah, I mean, he dances around. The way he buried was it was either Morgan Riley or Tyson Berry from Toronto. I can't remember. He just broke his ankles this year. Yeah, that no, was embarrassing. Ridiculous. That, and, and, that was for a professional athlete. Embarrassing. That's yes. how bad that was. It was yes. unbelievable. I mean, there. I, I personally, I, I think that they're going to take Chicago, but I think Chicago's defense didn't play up to their potential this year. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have that classic like. Chicago shut down defense and getting guys, all the guys they have on that team who've been there, done it. And then the young guys they got. So, I mean, it might be a good series, but I don't, I don't know, man. Edmonton is just like, they're a scary team. It's, it's going to be, what it's going to be is it's going to be defense versus offense. Yeah. I mean, you got Zach, Zach Cassidy's got those if, weird mutton if, chops. If Chicago, if Chicago shows up with a strong defense, I mm-hmm. think they take the series because they have enough scoring power. As long as their defense plays well enough to shut down McDavid, they have enough scoring power that they're going to win. 
But if their you know defense isn't too? rock solid, then yeah. McDavid's going to dance right through them. And so is Dreisaitl. You know what's crazy? And I, I honestly, like, it made me nervous about Chicago because they had a couple moves. They traded, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't, a defenseman, I talked about him in one of my videos. They traded him away, who was huge on their penalty kill. And yep. then with their defense, or their goaltending move, rather, like losing Leonard, he wasn't happy there at all. Yeah. You could tell he didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he just didn't want to be there. But him, Crawford, for how bad the defense was, he had a really solid year. And I have zero faith in Corey Crawford. Zero. Thank I, I mean, you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I think I've said it there years. was so many years. There was so many years that Crawford won awards mm-hmm. for what his defense did. Yeah. You have, you, you got to think, dude, because they're like, oh, he had uh, a great year. I'm like, he had a great for, year. For, somebody agrees with me. Everybody he had a great year. He's, like, got, oh. he's got Duncan Keith running a defense in front of him. No shit. He had a good year. Good year. Yeah. Uh, you, could put, you could put anybody in his spot, any NHL goalie in his spot, and they would have had a better year. A like, better year. Even you, had, better, you put Pecorine on that team. Yeah. Dude. And they they would they would have had a goals against average of less than one. Bro, you like you have less a team one. who their their offense is better at defense than half of the league when they're good. Yes. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? 100%. Like some Look of the at guys, Jonathan Taves. Look at Taves. Yes. He is, Taves is, is one of the most underrated players in the entire league. He is the definition of a two-way forward. He is Absolutely. the definition. 100%. So you have Corey if Crawford. If you need who, to explain two-way forward to anybody, Jonathan Taves does it better than anyone. That so, man plays defense better than 99% of the defensemen in the league. Right. Absolutely. And, then, and then, he'll, then he'll walk you on the other end of the ice. Oh, absolutely. He'll, he'll destroy you. Okay. And then he, granted, he's got a ton of great players around him, which is, I mean, it sure. helps. It helps. Yeah. But still. But Taves, Taves is great because no matter where he goes, he's a class guy that's going to be a captain and everybody's going to follow him. That, the, see, that's the thing is he's just, he's the definition of a guy who. That you want as your captain. He's exactly. a two way forward. It's a class act in everything that he does. It yeah. doesn't, you can't pick a better captain than him. You I, can't. Exactly, one hundred percent. So the thing no matter what team you nuts, put him on, everybody's yes. following him. Everybody, there's yeah, nobody. At, just you can put how, him with Shea Weber and he'll calm Shea Weber down. Yeah, and we look all at know the way he's past. handling everything that happened this year. He, he's like a team that struggled and they're off off the ice issues with with Leonard and everything, and he's handled everything professionally. He's the definition of everything the NHLPA wants in a team or, or wants in a captain rather. He, he's everything. So you have this team whose defense is finally struggling and no disrespect to Corey Crawford or any black Blackhawk fans that I know. Cause I listen, I have a Patrick Kane Jersey. I love the Blackhawks. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, agree. Patrick I agree. He's one of, uh, he's one of Buffalo's own man. You know what I mean? For a team who has had such a good defense, I would not accredit a single playoff run that they've had, which correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't missed the playoffs in a while. No, and, it's been a and, while. Yeah, any cup that they've won, I would not credit a single one to Corey Crawford. Not no, one. Zero, zero percent. I wouldn't give. I would not. He give just any happened of those to be cups. there. Yes. Like I just. Well, you, you. I mean, there was games. Scott Darling would go in. Back yeah. when Darling was still on the team, and they would do just as well with Darling as they did with Crawford. So to think that you're going to credit Corey Crawford with any of that is fucking mind blowing. Yeah, and listen, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a great goaltender. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. But he's, but he's average in the NHL. Yeah, listen, I, yes, he's, he's been around forever. Like, this is a guy, yes. he's been what? He's been in the show for, um, I think it's been 14 or 15 years now. He's been in Chicago. He's been up with Chicago forever. 
Yeah. Right. And I mean, his, his career numbers are good. Like he's below two five for goals against average, which say what you want against that stat. I mean, it's whatever. It's hard to like you, you, you were talking about this earlier. Your defense can really make or break that. His save yep. percentage is, is 0.918 for his career. I'm looking at it right now. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? But it's just like, he's better than most, but I, I, I don't know, man. I, if they had a legit, like, could you imagine how the runs they could have had the last 10 years if they had Henrik Lundqvist? Like, not taking anything away. He's my favorite player. I love the Rangers. I would hate to see him leave. But you know for a fact they'd win a couple more cups if they had Hank. Because we have blown so many of his prime years with dog shit teams. Yeah. Last but, year was a waste. We wasted him last year. I mean. So, I, I just want to go over something quick. We're looking at, what, what were Crawford's stats? He was, his goals against was. For this season or is for career? For career, career. For his career, he's uh, 2.45 for the goals against average, and his save percentage is 0.918. So we're looking at Pecorine, who's had some struggles, some oh, yeah. struggle years in Nashville. Oh, yeah. He's looking at a 2.42 and a 0.17 oh, yeah. career. Yeah. And he's had some rough defense in front of him. That is a legacy goaltender. Compared oh, yeah. to Corey Crawford, who has had a great defense in front of him for Lord knows how many years. I think he I think Corey Crawford would still be around with or without that defense. I yeah, just think he, I just think I just think he is more of a you know, a point eight nine save percent guy and more like a three goals against average guy. If right. if he's on any other team, he's a three, three and a half goals against average guy. Yeah, that's see, I think that's completely reasonable. But like, if, but he's still around. He'd still be in the league. Like, don't oh, get me no, wrong. No, he's no, he's don't no scrub. He's no well, scrub. But dude, he's not I the mean, best goaltender in the NHL. No, the, what, what is it? The first cup for their Kane run was uh, tw- 2009-2010. His save, his goals against average was over three, and his save percentage was .914, which is yeah. like okay, that's not terrible. But like, he obviously didn't have a great year, and they still managed to get a Stanley Cup out of it. Yes, I mean Jesus, like and then, exactly. He had the other two years. I mean, he was really good. He was, I mean, 2013, he was 1.94 with a 0.926. I'm not going to take shit away from him. That He had a good year that year. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. No, I mean, it, that's how it goes. You know, you have good years and bad years. But, but people, correct me, but I think that was the year they won 24 games in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus, you want to talk about cooking. So, I mean, he probably didn't even do half the shit that year. God. Oh. But. But a lot of pe- I my issue with Corey Crawford is nothing against him, nothing no. against him as a player. Nope. He's a great player, but mm-hmm. it's the people who think that he's gonna go down as the greatest goalie in all time because of what he's done in in Chicago. Well, yeah, and it's I like mean, I don't know what had... you thought he did in Chicago, but he was blessed with an amazing defense. Is what he did in Chicago. Yeah, well, dude, I mean the the fucking teams he's had. It's just been unbelievable. I mean, his defense was just was unreal a couple of these years. You know what I mean? And it's like we talked about a couple of the guys, but you're talking, oh, God, I don't even know. A couple of the guys that they used to have as far as defensive players were just unreal. Like, they built their team around defense. Like, yeah. Nick, Nick Jalmerson was just – he was unreal. I mean, he's still – he's going to play a huge factor this year. I mean, they, have, they had guys who just their entire defensive unit was unreal. And then he was behind – he was getting backed up by some studs a couple of the times. Like, I think it was 2013, he was getting backed up by both Razor Emery and Carter Hutton. Like, he yep. had a solid defensive unit. Like, their goaltending tandem was like, yeah, no shit, that team was winning. 
I mean, God, like, again, it's no disrespect to him, but like Brent Seabrook's been there forever playing with Duncan Keith. You know, that defense is good. They played together forever and they're solid players. Yep. I mean, God, I'm so happy. Somebody finally agrees with me about Corey. Goddamn Crawford. No disrespect to him. None at all. But, but he's an average NHL goaltender. Yeah. Average is fair. I'll give, I'll say average is fair. That that makes sense to me. I don't he might be slightly above average, but people talking about he's going to be one of the greatest goaltenders. I don't know who the fuck you thought you were watching, but that ain't it, Chief. That no, that's, is not see, it. that's insane. To say that is insane. He's insane. If he <laughs> was on to... most, most teams, I honestly, not most teams, but like there's a lot of teams right now in the league that he wouldn't even if he was started, on, If he was on L.A., look at L.A. They had quick to backstop them yeah. when they went and won that cup. If uh-huh. he was on that team, Kings were out in the first round. Yeah, absolutely. He's if he's on that team, if it's him and Quick, he's backing up Quick. End of story. If he's on yes. Dallas right now, he's backing up Ben Bishop. If he's on the Rangers, he's in Hartford, bro. Yes. He's not because they're not moving Hank for him. They're not moving Shesterkin and Georgiev. That's a problem the Rangers have right now. They have Shesterkin, Henrik Lundqvist, and Georgiev, which is fine for the playoffs because you can keep three goalies. But next year, what do you do? You if Shesterkin's starting, that's what's happening. End of story. Yep. So you have either Georgiev to back him up, which you should do because he's the future. He's a young kid. Him and Shesterkin are young, and they can make it work. And what do you do with Hank, though? Hey, thanks for nothing. Sorry we couldn't get you a cup. Thanks for your service. Later. Or you keep Hank, you trade Georgiev, and that's like, listen, we're going for it. Like, you trade Georgiev and some, and some, some prospects and some, some picks for Jack Eichel and say we're winning a cup this year? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? No, that, that, that's your – I mean – That's actually that, – that's the move. You heard it here first on Real Talk. You heard it here first on Real Talk. The Rangers are keeping Jack Eichel. Or, or – you heard it here first. Or better yet, or even – no, no, no. Or even you trade him to Calgary for Johnny Hockey. I mean, I mean, something. Yes, yes. I would yes. love that. I love Johnny Hockey. But, oh, my God. <laughs> You put him oh even on, listen, God. you put him on Vancouver, Corey Crawford's backing up Jacob Markstrom. He, he's like, there's just, there's so many guys in the league that are better than him that if they were on Chicago, Chicago would win the Stanley Cup nine out of 10 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Regular season or not, playoff Patrick Kane is the scariest player in the history of hockey. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't, it, you know, you look at, you look at players that, have that turn up for the playoffs and nobody does it harder than Patrick Kane that man in the playoffs you need somebody on him Best and when American I say on, of all time um he's up there you think so yeah because I would say it's either it's either Who's him better? or Mike Madonna honestly I mean if, you, if you're talking throwback Mike Madonna was just unbelievable I saw a girl walked into Stewart's the other day wearing a North Stars Mike Madonna jersey and I almost offered her $300 cash for it I'm like, I will give you a blank check with my name on it, right? Whatever sum of money you want. And I will take that like, <laughs> knowing please. I could buy one for a hundred dollars on NHL.shop.com, but I wanted that one. <laughs> I want that one right there. Give me that one. I would say, I honestly do it. I would say he's probably, if not the best ever, the best of this generation. I mean, we've had a lot of great American players, but the things that he's been able to accomplish are just, yeah, it's just unbelievable because like we said, he's, uh, he, he turns yeah, and he turns up in the playoffs. And, you know, when it, when it counts, he turns up leading up to the playoffs. He turns up in the playoffs. He goes on hot streaks when his team needs him to be hot. When, his, right. when the rest of his team is cold and looking for a spark, he's there to light the fire under their ass. Showtime, baby. He's just – it's unreal. Yeah. I mean, 
you, you saw know, what he... you, you look at, but like the thing is going back to Taves, you look at Taves as the captain and him as the assistant captain, you got Taves that is always a consistent player. You can count on Taves to be there any day of the week. And then you see Patty Kane go fire. And then he gets right. a low cold, low cold Taves is right here. And then, you know, team, team starts to slow down. Team's not on a run anymore. Patty Kane right there to light the fire again. And that's why there's such a good captain, assistant captain duo is because Patty Kane's always there to light the fire and Taves is always there to be the fucking rock. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you said, I mean, the way that, the way Patty puts it on, I mean, who was Matthews earlier this year was mocking his goal celebration and then Patrick Kane just turned it on and just was burying goals left and right. Like, it's like, dude, I, you know, I picked Edmonton to win the series, but now the more we talk about it, the more, I don't know. Honestly. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. If, if Patty Kane is traditional playoff Patty Kane, yeah, it's going to be real rough. Yeah, but Chicago still has to play a whole lot of defense because mm-hmm. Edmonton's going to run the points up. There's no doubt. Even oh, if dude. even if even if Chicago's on their best behavior defensively, oh, Edmonton's yeah. still going to run it up. I mean, that's that's the, that's look the at game their, plan. They right? have so much o- offensive power; they're going to run it up. Yeah, if if you're if you're the Oilers, right, and just you you see the team that you have to play. And you have to come against the Chicago Blackhawks, who have been kind of struggling this year. You know, they have all the talent, the firepower. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, and, and it's just like you have, you have an offense that you know for a fact can turn it on anytime they want, right? You have a, a defense who didn't perform the way they should have. So, I mean, if you're Dave Tippett, you see this team, and you're like, boys, our, we're, we're going right now. Like, yeah. you're, you're trying to bury it right now. Like that's, yep. that's what it is. Like we're going f- full tilt, like a Peterbilt right off the first drop till gunning for a sweep. I mean, Smith and Koskinen were solid for them and his goaltending tandem. Yep. So it's just like, and I, I'm a big fan of Mike Smith just because of, I shared it last night. Again, that, uh, that TikTok, that girl doing the, the battle of Alberta call, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> bro, three clubbing bros from Mike Smith. That's the, one of the best calls I've ever heard in it. my life. Yep. So, yep. so just naturally, I'm a big Mike Smith fan just because of the call. He, I don't even care about him as a player. I mean, he's got, he's got hair like a 1970s, you know, middle-aged woman. But yep. <laughs> hey. if the, like, but no, but if, if you're a hockey coach, right, we talked about coaches being nuts. If you're the coach, you're Dave Tippett, you're saying, listen, go after these guys till their defense wakes up, right? Because if their defense because wakes if they're, up. If they're def- because if their defense is asleep at any point, you're going to put them home. You're going to put them yeah, home. Exactly. If with you the, get after the, them, yes. Until you, they wake up. And then if they never wake up, mm-hmm. we simply run the score up on them and there's nothing they can do about it. So, Because like we were just saying, Corey Crawford is a good goalie, but you put him against that fucking Oilers offensive uh-huh. lineup, he's not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, and and, and it's, not even just, it's not even just Corey Crawford. I would feel bad if his defense sleeps on him. Yeah. You could put any goalie in that position and they're going to run it up on him. There's nothing you can do. As a goalie yourself, this long of a this long of a, a layoff between playing is is rough, right? If for anybody, yeah. but for a goalie, for it's even worse, right? Y- yes and no. It depends on um, depends on if he can still get ice time. Okay. Because right. everybody thinks you know the court, the hand eye doesn't go away. You right. know, you can you can sit in your house with a tennis ball. It's sure. all about the footwork. It's all about moving. If he got ice time and he gets his, and you know, any, any, this could go for any goalie. He's, if he's had some ice time, he gets his movement stuff still. It's, it's a much easier to come back. Cause it's not even about facing the shots. You know, 
facing shots in your home arena is only helpful in your home arena right. is, you know, you learn your angles based off of, you know, I used to learn my angles off of sponsors that were on the boards. I knew, okay. I knew, I knew I was lined up based on where the sponsor was, sure. I, you know, what, what sponsor I was, I knew that I was aligned with the shot. If it was, if I was lined up with the dot and this sponsor, I knew I was in line for them to be wherever. See, that's inside juice. And I like it a lot. That's good. I feel like every goalie does it. Some people you you know you use you know once once you get to higher the higher and higher level you go the more you're on the road. Oh yeah. So um, I in high school I started you know people in the stands. You would you would learn it faster. You would find oh, somebody really? sitting somewhere in the stands. Well you 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 have to learn it faster. You're on the road more. So yeah. you so you have to you have to warm up, find somebody in the stands, and this is my angle, this is my angle, this is my angle, this is my angle, and th- then you line it up like that. Because really? some places some places don't have logos on the boards, right? Some right. some don't have any sponsors on the boards. So that's old school. Yeah. <sighs> like I would go out and I would play in Syracuse at the Meacham Rink at, hmm. out in like the hood of Syracuse, play against uh, Syracuse. It was it was like Corcoran and it was all the other schools that didn't have like their own individual teams. And like you go out to that rink and there's, it's white boards and you don't even, right. you know, and you only have stands on one half. That's weird. That would probably so mess you it, up a little bit. It, like playing and stuff like that, it hurts. Cause you only have, you know, you have your dot, you have the top of the circle, you have the blue line and then you have, you know, your outside face off dot. So you only have those to line you up in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be so much more aware of where you're standing. Sure. And so it's it's games like that where you tend to see goalies back in a little bit more. Right, right, sure, sure. They, so uh, like, you know, yeah, you t- tend you, to get you, a little more comfortable s- in their crease. Yep. Yes. So like at home, you you see every like every goalie plays outside of their crease at home. Sure. But when when they're on the road and they you know in warmups they couldn't find their they couldn't find their spots you'll see mm. them in their crease more. So they so they yeah. can just reach back so they can just go like this and still touch a post and see if sure. they're on their angle. Even, you know, because you can do this real quick, even if they're in the zone attacking still. You can do one of these to make sure you're still on your angle. Yeah. Whereas if you're outside of your crease, you have to turn your head and then, bam, there's a goal. That's – see, I – because I watch goalies, like – that's, like, my favorite position to watch. Like, anybody who's watched any of my YouTube stuff, I love talking goaltending. And they're just the most interesting to watch because forwards and defensemen, anybody who's a skater, they do the same thing all the time. But if you watch a goalie – the way they move is just so different all the yep. time. That's like, that's like we had Ivan Kobolkov for the Comets, the Belarusian. This guy's coming all the way out to the circle on a, on a odd man rush. What are you doing? Like yeah. get back in your crease, you psychopath. You see that. That's you insane. see that a lot more. You see that a lot more in in Europe. You see yeah. goalies coming out real far in Europe. Okay, so we're gonna do this again whenever you're available. We'll talk off off air, obviously make it work because this is tremendous i'm gonna wrap it up though unless there's anything else you want to throw in the last oh, no, story no, 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 no. no. well okay. we, we can we can get to it another time like Feel you free. Said, we've, we've been gone for holy fuck we've been gone for a while here but yeah so feel free to plug social media online games anything like that feel free to I, you got. i'm not i'm not plugging anything this time we'll plug it next time around i'll tag you to shit don't worry hey. um it'll be a, yeah make sure you share tell your friends <laughs> yeah no I'll, hey hey be tremendous but all right the great and powerful Devin Hart that was it for today uh as usual make sure you like share and subscribe on the YouTube give us a rate and review on Apple and Spotify 
That's going to be a solid five stars, boys. Five stars for the boys. Five stars, Berta. Oh, that was beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk. We will see you guys next time.